0: Time to rewind. It's the Chris and Amy Rewind
1: Recap. It sure is, and anything you've missed up to this point is on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y-K-M-O-X.com, where you can also listen to the show live, 1120 a.m., 98.7 FM. And we, we started off the show talking to Hancock and Kelly about the newly expelled Uh, George Santos, he is out. The House wants to expel an obedient Republican, George Santos, just because he's a thief and a liar? What gives? Well, you can leave us a voicemail anytime you want to at 314-944-1120. And yeah, it's official by a 311 to 114 vote. For the third time since the Civil War, we have expelled a member of the House of Representatives. George Santos is out.
2: Well to hell with this place.
1: And he did say... That's that was,
2: the George those, Santos quote of the day.
1: So his uh, quote was, they asked him, are you going to take advantage of perks? It was something along, uh, along those lines. Because, like a
2: gym membership.
1: Yeah, because you get... <laughs> if if you're a member of Congress, um, even when you're out of Congress, you still get some perks after the fact, I guess, till you die. Uh, like a pension, stuff like that, whatever. And... They asked, are you going to do that? And he said, to hell with this place. Yeah. So he's not very happy. I'm not really surprised that this happened this time around, despite the fact Speaker of the House Mike Johnson indicated prior to the vote that he was going to vote against expulsion. He did vote against it. 114 people. Two Democrats voted against it, one from Georgia, one from Virginia. Um, Look, he lied to get to where he was and it's not to say that no people who were elected mm-hmm. to congress or the senate or you know presidency lie of course they all do to some extent but what this guy did was another he completely lied about who he was to get well, in, first of all, and then the Ethics Committee found all kinds of violations.
2: I'm glad Democrats didn't do this, but they could have all voted to keep him. Like, oh, no, no, you guys have to keep dealing with this guy.
1: And I wonder that politically, and we talked to Hancock and Kelly about it, w- would it have had any effect? Would people have looked at it and said... So the Republicans voted to keep this guy around. No, no, I kidding? mean if,
2: the, if Democrats, well, I, right? Like you're saying we're well, going to make life harder for you. But yes, if he had stayed, ultimately he's inconsequential. Does that
1: hurt the Republican Party down the road? Yeah, maybe. It's I optics. Know. It's yeah.
2: optics more than anything That's because he's inconsequential as a yeah. freshman representative. But right. the optics are terrible because the guy is uh, insane. I mean, just he's just a pathological liar. He
1: really is, man. It's I, I, I do believe he's one of those who believes what he's saying. I don't think in his mind he thinks he's lying. I think he actually believes his Wait, own lies. So,
2: whether he's lying about if his mom what died in nine eleven or a Holocaust, this is not a defense surviving. of him, right? But you think he believes those things? He doesn't. I think he know? might be
1: crazy. I think he might hmm. be somewhat insane.
2: But what about taking funds, campaign funds for Botox oh, and OnlyFans?
1: That's just crookery. <laughs> Uh, we talked to Major Garrett, usually a Thursday guest. We spoke to him on Friday about it.
3: Much larger, much more important question looming over his life is, will you be convicted of these crimes of which you are charged? And how if so how long will you be in federal prison? His status as a member of the House of Representatives is much less important than that larger global question.
1: So there is a belief there that he's going to be convicted of these, uh, felonies and he is going to go to court. This is going to go down. So, um, you know, I look, it's, it's not like George Santos is the only crook in the house of representatives. I'm sure there are more just so happened. He was prolific and he got caught.
2: Yeah, it was, it was to a degree that is, I cannot remember anyone in recent memory, uh, or even historically that i read about that just had the flagrant scandalous bizarre easily disprovable lies that george santos made over and over again that's what's so weird about these things lying that you went to a college and were and you that you were a star on the volleyball team when you didn't go there you didn't <laughs> play volleyball that's easily that's so disprovable weird. Well it's just a weird yeah. you're not in your right mind if you're thinking this is a great idea.
1: Meanwhile, Bob Menendez is still in the Senate, uh, you know, uh, out of New Jersey and I would argue he needs to go too. Uh, is I don't he think in he's, the
2: process of going how is he still
1: I don't know, but th- there have been multiple people in his own party have called for him to step down and he's refusing to do it. I believe he called it racism, but uh, look man, he's he also very clearly a, is a crook
2: if george santos is a cartoon character right comical so is bob menendez finding gold bars in your coat pockets is Just, l- quite literally go, something man. bugs bunny would do He's right go. it would be in a looney tunes cartoon it's so bizarre to me and that again they can trace these gold bars to foreign adversaries what in the world how is bob menendez still in the senate that he needs to be is it the same expulsion process for the senate
1: that i don't it must be impossible It must be very difficult, but I think he needs to go, Mm. too. Uh, Greg Storr covers the Supreme Court for Bloomberg News, and we spoke to him today about the passing of former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor.
3: Well, unquestionably, she is a pioneer. The first woman on the Supreme Court uh, You know, paved the way for what are now, there are now currently four women on the Supreme Court. Uh, for much of that time, she was the only woman on the Supreme Court. And she carved out a very powerful rule for her on that court when she was there.
1: So within the last few years here, Amy, we've had two real pioneers uh, of the Supreme Court pass away. Absolutely. With her, Ruth Bader Ginsburg.
2: And I think with Sandra Day O'Connor, not to be forgotten that she grew up on a ranch cattle. Cattle ranch. Cattle ranch. (laughs) Sorry, a little dyslexia there. (laughs) Jeez Louise. It's Friday. A cattle ranch uh, with no running water no electricity. She went to Stanford at the age of 16. She got four marriage proposals while at Stanford, including from her future Supreme Court Justice uh, peer, William Rehnquist, just an extraordinary woman. And after she graduated from Stanford Law, she couldn't get a job because of her gender, because she was a woman. So she worked her first job in California For free with no office for months before they were willing to pay or anything.
1: Hypothetically, if you were the child of William Rehnquist and Sandra Day O'Connor. Yeah. Right? I would say in 99.999% of of instances when somebody says, what do your parents do for a living? Well... My parents are on the Supreme Court Yeah,
2: both. No, is, no, is it's a both better ones? answer yeah,
1: than yeah. anything you're ever going to hear. Unless your parents are like Beyonce and Jay-Z or something, right? Well, I mean, that's that's pretty good. That's
2: like, you know, that's flashy. But as far as my parents are both on the Supreme Court, I think it's even it's it's I know of someone. Uh, I think they were they were interviewed recently. Who's both their parents are astronauts. Right. Which makes sense. Oh, you get to know each other. Yeah. You, you never hear of anyone whose both parents were on the Supreme Court. That's just Let can alone you imagine? two. But if
1: you were two parents on the Supreme Court. And let's
2: say you do a holiday card. Yeah. Um, and whether whatever that holiday card is, I to put I mean, you talk about a family with pressure where everyone has to wear the outfits of their occupation.
1: <laughs> both oh yeah.
2: Mom and dad are in their Supreme Court robes. What are you you know, I'm gonna I mean, I don't know what I I would have been just, I guess, uh, my polo shirt from my running store. There is
1: some comedian, I can't remember who it was, years ago, said something about all the people who went to the moon, sort of like a handful, uh, who went to the moon. Can you imagine being at a party and and everybody has a story? Well, I did this. Oh, I went to Everest. What about you? Like, well, I was on the moon. Like, there's no story that can top I was on the moon. Yeah.
2: There was a Super Bowl commercial, I think it was a Super Bowl commercial that said as much where this woman is drowning like in the ocean there's a shark and this like handsome lifeguard runs out and saves her life and she's like you're amazing and then this astronaut in his full astronaut suit like walks and she gets what? up and leaves the lifeguard runs to the astronaut and it's like there's nothing like an astronaut
1: That's, i've never seen <laughs> yeah, this
2: yeah it was this commercial about how like you said this this handsome lifeguard literally saved her life and she still was like you are on the moon well, i'll go hang out with you
1: uh, we spoke very little about the debate last night between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom, uh, both governors of their respective states. Newsom from California, DeSantis out of Florida. It was on the Hannity show. A lot of shouting over one another. That was pretty much the thing. I don't think it, it moves the needle at all. It goes up against Thursday night football, which actually was a good game last night. Good, mm-hmm. Two good teams in two big markets. I still have not seen yet ratings on it. My guess is most people didn't pay attention to that debate at all. And so I, I think it it does basically nothing.
2: Earlier in the day, I have to admit, I forgot about it. You forgot it. about it. And then, I did too.
1: I forgot last night, even though we talked about it in the one o'clock hour. Say.
2: And then Glover brought it up. Yep. And then we went home. I went home and I forgot, I forgot about it again. That's what I did. <laughs> I forgot.
1: I saw somebody tweet about it like 20 minutes mm-hmm. in and I went oh damn oh, yeah I okay well yeah. I, better, I better watch that um, there's a story in NBC on NBCnews.com about how Ron DeSantis staff members of his had to scramble and buy a bible on Amazon right before his inauguration because when they asked him for his family bible to be sworn in they learned he didn't have one does that offend you in any way
2: does he talk a lot about being a Christian?
1: I, I he throws it in there. It's not no. like it's not like the focal point of his.
2: I would say thing. I mean, here's the thing. I whenever anyone says like,
1: I personally don't care, unless you pretend like you're super religious all the time. From
2: my understanding, I don't remember him talking about being the you know evangelical or what have you. Most people in America, have this or not of, use no, they use the term Christian and it's just nominal. It just they're like, well, right, I'm not atheist i'm not jewish i'm not muslim i guess i'm christian <laughs> i think a lot of people do that like because they went to church and they're like oh i guess i'm a christian it's it's almost cultural christianity so right. maybe that's what he claims to be uh, because there there are, yes there is a difference between just calling yourself a christian more culturally than um being having your faith being the primary motivating factor of your life
1: do you know what's next week amy Next week. Come on. Come on. Ah, come um, on. Come on. It's next important.
2: Week is uh your first day off for the holidays.
1: Well, yeah, that is not it though. Oh, um What is important? Your come on, come on. Birthday. Come on.
2: Your birthday's in March. I don't know, you what is it?
1: Winter meetings, baby. Oh <laughs> and Mike Mike played <laughs> baseball was winter meetings oh, and yeah. Uh, Mike Claiborne, uh, Matt Pauly, both are going to be there. But we talked to Clabes today about what the Cardinals might be doing next via the trade market. You know,
3: one of the things about the Cardinals, they have come up with some interesting players over the years that most people never saw coming. Uh, whether it's in a trade or assigning signing, uh, guys that you didn't think about. And you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't think about him. And I think that could be the case here. But I also think this. I think that you're going to have to see a trade at some point because your roster... You know, you have too many guys on the roster.
1: Yeah, they do. They need some help, though. Uh, Jordan Montgomery is a possibility. I know the Cardinals have allegedly checked in on him. Dylan Cease, who's with the White Sox. Uh, Montgomery, most recently with the Rangers. A lot of people think he's going to stay there. So we'll see. Uh, but the fact is that right now it appears as if the Cardinals are are open to the possibility of acquiring yet another starting pitcher, which I think we all want them to do because they acquired three. They have all been sort of underwhelming acquisitions. Gray is good, should be, um, but they they still need a killer, man. They need somebody else, and hopefully they'll get that part figured out. So anything you've missed on the show today, KMOX.com, the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, The podcasts are always available for you later, but you should listen to us live on the Odyssey app and Cardinals baseball on the Odyssey app as well. So, uh, Klaibs...
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
1: Matt Pauly, they will both be in Nashville at the winter meetings next week. And so we will have that covered for you as well. It's Amy marks and Chris Ranji on KMOX. Amy, uh, I don't know if you are aware, but currently... I don't think I am. Our politics is... We're so divided. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: We are are so polarized. Mm -hmm. Everything is... You have to feel strongly one way or the other. There's no middle anymore. Mm-hmm. Did you know that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like the other side isn't. Um, they're evil.
1: They're evil. And the now. other
2: side has invalid arguments because they are evil.
1: But apparently, that has its positives.
2: Like it's a turn on.
1: It's a turn on. No,
2: Ronch, allegedly, you freak.
1: I, I didn't come up with this. Uh huh. But the Washington Post uh-huh. has recently written a story about, um. <laughs> fetishes, Uh sexy time, uh, the sexy time fetishes have become Uh a thing now (laughs) because crossing the political aisle Mm -hmm. has become a kink for people. Okay, So there are entire, this is a, this is, you've got to read this story if you haven't read it already.
2: No, you don't got to read this story. You do got to read this story.
1: You do have to read this story. So this is, this is just part of the opening paragraph. Where it, so I pair, here's what's going on. People who are on one side of the political aisle will find a fetish group or a video or something mm-hmm. that is a person who is a an extreme conservative, like the other yeah. side. And a lot of times it happens to be liberal people for whatever reason are looking for conservatives to um, – dominate say stuff them
2: like be a mega daddy so for
1: example this this ah. woman this woman who oh is a oh my gosh i'm is, so uncomfortable no listen this is great she looks at the camera oh, and she says <laughs> that looks just like the view to persuade you to vote republican for daddy trump <sighs> we both know you don't know what it's like to be an alpha you're just a beta obeying doing everything i okay. say i don't
2: think you're Yes it. I can. No. It's, it's
1: it's in the Washington Post. This is weird. No. This is it the pretty soon you'll be preaching and posting the republican way all over your social media. Apparently people are getting um, are okay. getting turned on by this. Mm-hmm. And they are there there is a certain websites that you can go to and you can find somebody who's on the other side who will um dominate you.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: and That's how that's how polarized our politics is now, is that in order to uh, be satisfied, I hate people. What do you mean?
2: This is we've said this over and over again. What a profoundly stupid time to be
1: alive. So it's not the
2: hardest time to be alive. It's not difficult. It's not the most tragic. It's pretty darn stupid.
1: There is a fetish social networking site, which I'm not going to name. it. No.
2: Yeah. Don't name it.
1: It's not anything weird. But there are what? It's not well, it's
2: not anything. Well, I'm weird. saying like the,
1: the name I could say it and we wouldn't get in trouble. But there are at least a dozen subcategories mm-hmm. of a kink that users can tag in their profiles, such as hot conservative girls who make liberals cry. <laughs> <Can you stop? laughs> okay. Uh uh one called uh, a triggered liberal snowflake. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do anything for you, Amy? No. You know, there's, a, there's a group called MAGA Doms. Okay. I don't know what you that know what? means. You need to, like, you what need, do you need mean? to
2: chill. Th- what it's are you talking about? a daytime show.
1: Yes. Who do you think's listening right now? Children?
2: Baby, listen.
1: Our demographic is past sex now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but they need to know this is going on. <laughs> 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 Tell, I'm telling you, this is, I think you need to know what's happening listen, in the world. I think, and this is a thing that's happening in the world right now. Listen. Here, <laughs> I'm, let me say this. I don't
2: even know what to say.
1: The last couple of girlfriends I've had.
2: Were conservatives. Were conservatives. Yeah. So are you in this and group? And voted Republican. Did you write this story?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe.
2: <laughs> what if you're accidentally in this group, Ranj?
1: Um... She's oh, such a freak. Okay. So this one woman who makes a lot of money, she's, she makes six figures doing this job. And she got a DM from a, a guy who said, one of the most difficult and humiliating sacrifices to make is to vote for a Republican candidate when you're a Democrat. If I were to surrender control of my vote to you, that would be the ultimate sacrifice. She then no, charges I don't
2: think you keep reading she then, this. Ch- well, this, no, this is this weird. It. She says
1: she then charges $150 for a custom 5-minute video that okay. she does for for okay. these people this and is then very bad. then takes the video, sells it for a dollar a minute to anybody else who wants to watch it.
2: These people are freaks. What a weird
1: Well, apparently humans are the worst. Amy, people are the worst. Apparently this is exacerbated. There has always been a thing like this. But it has gotten much gross. more intense since Donald Trump became president, that it really took off from there. Primarily liberals who are okay. looking for conservative uh, you
2: know, okay. people. Okay. Okay. I feel like throwing up.
1: And Why? Any
2: listeners, you can just—when you complain inevitably to our boss about this, you can just make sure that Amy was against the entire thing, and she also—she wanted to vomit—
1: one of these women got a message that said, I'm liberal, leftist, and proud, but I really want to be dominated no, by don't a conservative. Say that. What? It's okay. <laughs> it's, okay, go find one of these groups. Maybe it's a thing. It'll be a new thing for you. Let's do football picks next. Bob Ramsey is back, and we've got a listener, Eli, from Belleville, part of the fun on KMOX. Smile like
0: Okay, boys, here we go. Hey, from the jump now, let's go. Who's ready for some football? Football! Why are you smiling? Because I love football. So glad football season's
1: back. You don't hate me.
2: (laughs) 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 There's a, you're just a funny guy. Runch. you're a funny guy.
1: That is true. That is so (gasps) true. Oh, my gosh. Look, I'm not saying, never mind. (laughs) It's time to...
2: Oh, we all know what you were saying and what you just didn't say.
1: Well, what? I love our listeners. Even if it's too late to do the thing, you know?
2: Listen. Listen.
1: Why are you guys talking about sexy time? You might as well be talking about scaling a mountain. I'm not doing that either. Hey, let's... That was from a texter. (laughs) That was from a texter. Hey...
2: (laughs) Hey, you got to uh, be aware of what's happening in a sexy time. A
1: uh, texter from a 217 says, Our demographic is past sex. LOL. I resemble that <laughs> remark. Hey, you can do whatever you want to do. Listen, it is uh, yeah. Amy Marks, Kors, and Chris <laughs> Ranji on KMOX. Yeah. 1230 on Friday. It means it's time for our No Prize Pick'em Challenge today, where we go through a slate of professional football contests. And we... Um, we hope you can win. We have our listener with us, Eli from Belleville. He is our listener challenger. What's going on, Eli?
4: A lot. Just ready to beat you guys and uh, picking some NFL
1: games. All right, great. Well, you're probably going to do it because I don't know what the hell I'm doing, apparently. Yeah. Um, Ron
2: just struggling. You know, Eli, He's you know yeah. he's a Bears fan. He just really believes in Justin Fields. He's just having a hard time.
4: I do want to say also... Uh, I was listening before the break, and I also told my mom I was coming on today,
1: so, so I do she, appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. Was she
2: listening early so was she didn't she, miss you?
1: Oh, uh, I was, sure hope not. Was she? Do you think she's li- listening going, what kind of smut are you listening to? <laughs> Does she think KMOX is smut? All right. Well, El- I guess we'll find out.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Eli, well, we listen. appreciate
1: it. Uh, thank you for being. Do you know, Eli, what you win if you come out on top this week?
4: Uh, I believe it's uh, not a darn thing. That's,
1: That's correct. Exactly you right. don't win anything. You win nothing.
2: This is the no prize pick'em.
1: Our victor from last week, Bob Ramsey, who is the ho- the uh, voice of the slew Billikins Billikens basketball here on KMOX. Rammer won last week, and so he gets to come back one more time. And this is it. Rammer, hello.
3: Wait a minute. I get to come back or I'm yeah. required. Ah. Um, What do you prefer?
1: Yeah, which one do you
3: think it is?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, I felt compelled to come back. Ah, Okay, that's That's okay.
2: We're okay with people doing things out of obligation as long as it benefits us.
3: Yeah, that's right. We don't care. Right, right. And regarding Eli and his mom and your previous conversation, I'm just going to one sentence and I'm going to leave it open to interpretation. It's never too late. <laughs> Daddy.
1: Daddy. Hey, 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 hey! Stop that! Stop that! Oh my God! That's what Raj right. says
2: all the time. I do. Rammer, has he ever oh bought you coffee and said, "Don't worry, Daddy's got it"?
3: <laughs> no. no, no, I haven't, but I'm gonna try it. No, Go get Just coffee with him. I just bought some new coffee to take home today, and I'm going to use that line.
1: But I do it all the time. He does. So, that's, yeah. a, that's a shame. Yeah, we will <laughs> really get is. coffee,
2: and he and he looks at me, and I know he's going to do it. And then, real loud, he makes direct eye contact with the barista and goes, "Daddy's got it."
3: <laughs> I'm. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm a
1: little creeped out right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. All right, let's pick some football you games.
2: you did it to Randy Character, didn't you?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I think yeah. I did it to everybody. I've done it to everybody. All right, so here we go. Let's pick some NFL games, all right? Um, let's start with the Chargers on the road in New England. They are taking on the Patriots. Eli?
4: Well, I think this one's uh, one of the ones I was more confident about. I think Chargers got this one, uh-huh. Patriots. Not sure what they're doing in general. I mean, last night on the Thursday Night Football promo, it threw Bill Belichick up there because nobody knows who's
1: playing for them anymore. <laughs> it's, it's exactly That's a, right. Eli that is exactly right. That's exactly right. Spot on. All right, Bob, what do you think?
3: Well, um, I'm not as confident about uh, as the, on the pick as Eli is. I'm going to go Chargers, but I'm not as confident. And if we were going against the line, I would be less confident. But I'm going to take the Chargers
1: too. Yeah, the Chargers are favored five and a half. They're yeah. Uh, yeah. up by five and a half. I'm Amy? also
2: going Chargers.
1: All right. Um, across I'm, the board. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, we're across the board. I got to pick the Chargers too. I think Justin Herbert has a big game on the road in New England. Okay, the Lions have had a really nice season. They are on the road. They are favored by four and a half against the new Orleans saints in Louisiana. Eli.
4: Oh, this is one that I thought about. I thought about going the other direction, but in the end, I I just don't trust the saints like that. I'm going to go with the
1: lions. All right. What do you think Rammer?
3: Well, I think Eli is right. Never trust the saints, (laughs) but I lived in Louisiana for a number of years. And, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the emotional pick and take the Saints. Okay, I, I, I'm not comfortable with it, but that's what I'll go with just to be different.
2: Well, see, kind of took a you took the spark out of my pick because I was going, going to pick the Saints um, <laughs> because I don't trust them either, and I often make <laughs> ill-advised decisions, and so this is one of them. I'm going with the Saints.
1: The Saints, it there is. Go. I'm going with the Lions on the road. They're just coming off a loss, are they not? I think uh, Detroit wins this one um, against the Saints in New Orleans. Okay, let's move on now to the Cardinals on the road against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. I think we know where this is going, but we might as well pick it anyway. Eli?
4: Well, Rammer got his emotional pick. I get Mm. mine. I'm a Steelers fan. Steelers over the
1: Cardinals. Okay.
3: Yeah, I think your emotions will be happy. I think think the Steelers roll, and I'm – I'm wondering if it'll really be a terrible game to watch. I don't think it's, I don't think there's a lot of marquee value there, but I think the Steelers will handle it easily.
2: Pittsburgh.
1: You're going Pittsburgh too? I think we're all in line on this one. Um, This is probably going to be bad. The line is five and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Steelers are favored in this one. I know the Cardinals have Kyler back, but they just, they're, they're trying to get that as high of a pick as possible in the draft so i don't think they're going to win um this one is the broncos and the texans both teams are fi- are six and five on the season playing in houston eli let's start with you
4: well i'm going with uh the texans and the offensive uh rookie of the year cj stroud they're getting the win
1: yeah he's been good what do you think bob
3: I think that's a smart pick, Eli. A little more emotional for me, and the Broncos are a hot team. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Denver. I'm a Broncos fan, despite all the ups and downs. I, I, this is going to be a tight one, but I'm going to take the Broncos.
1: Nice, Amy. I'm taking the Broncos. You're taking the Broncos yep. too. I am going with uh, Eli on this. The Texans, even though it really pains me, CJ Stroud <laughs> looks great. He looks yeah. great. Uh, uh, yeah, he's he's great. He's going to be at home. Against the Broncos, I think uh, they win that one. All right. It is the Browns of Cleveland in Los Angeles to take on the Rams, the team everybody in town loves. What do you think, Eli?
4: Well, I was looking at this. I was hoping there was a way that both teams could lose, personally. (laughs) But unfortunately, that's not possible. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take
1: the Rams at home. Rams at home. Rammer?
3: Even with the uh, even with the comment from Eli that I agree with hundred percent, let's pick no one. No, it, it will be. I think the Rams are going to win at home. I think they I think they've got enough enough healthy weapons back that they can win.
1: Amy,
2: I am choosing the Browns of Cleveland. Wow, okay, to beat the Rams in their six billion dollar stadium.
1: You know what? The Rams are favorite at home. A uh, three and a half point favorite right now. And they've been playing better. I'm also going with the L.A. Rams. I've, what's What's amazing, I think the Rams are the one team mm-hmm. whose games I have picked the, the best. Really? I've done really well with the Rams wow, this year. Wow, that yeah.
2: doesn't say a lot for you.
1: I know it does not, and I'm aware. Okay, this is a good one. The 49ers are on the road to take on the Eagles in Philadelphia. Mm. This will be a great late afternoon game. 325 start. Eli?
4: We're getting to that point in the season where the Niners make their run before they inevitably go to the NFC Championship game. It starts this week, Niners over the Eagles. Wow.
1: Okay, Bob Ramsey. Yeah,
3: yeah, and they're favored by three. But I something about the Eagles. I think I think they they find a way to win at home, and I don't think their records a fluke. I'm going to go with the Eagles, but I think that that's going to be the pick game of the whole weekend.
2: I think you got to put Vaseline on the lampposts because it's going to be the Eagles. <laughs>
3: They're not climbing the posts. You were lamp posts. scaring me. You were scaring me, Amy. I did not like that. <laughs> well, did
1: you hear our last segment? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> listen. Listen. Listen, <laughs> listen, Amy. Week 13, nobody's climbing up the lamp poles in, in Philadelphia. You can never week 13. be too sure. That's, that's also a good point. Never mind. So wait, did you say you're picking them or no? Yes. You're picking Philadelphia. Yes. I am also picking Philadelphia. I think they win at home. They push it to 11-1 and one on the season, despite the fact, as um, Eli, I think, said, the uh, 49ers are favored by three in this game. Final game. Here we go. It's Sunday night football. Yeah. So you guys know the drill. You will pick the winner, and then you will give us the total amount of points scored in the whole game. So it will be the Chiefs on the road against the Green Bay Packers. Eli? Well, this is one that, honestly,
4: I thought about this one more than I thought I would, but eventually came to the decision that everyone probably expects. 24-17, 41 points total, Chiefs over the Packers. Mm -hmm.
1: 41 points, Kansas City with the win. Bob Ramsey? Chiefs, 47 points. All right, 47 points. What do you think, Amy?
2: I am going Chiefs, but I'm going lower,
3: 38.
2: Okay.
1: 38?
2: Yeah.
3: There was that yeah, one. Amy's counting, Amy's counting on the uh, the usual drops by the receivers from uh, from Kansas City. <laughs>
1: well, well
2: they've, yeah. did, they've not been sharp. They haven't looked great. Well, well it's hard to play with oven mitts.
1: It, yeah, it is. <laughs>
3: That's what it looks like. I'm, excuse me, I don't hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings
1: oh hey no babe, you speak the truth man look uh Amy I'll say this about her there have been a couple of times where she's picked like this ridiculously the low one that score I
2: 28 what was it
1: uh, it, was, it, was it was like, like 10 28. Under. and I think the over under for it was was close to 50. and Amy goes I'm going low <laughs> it's 28 and we all made fun of her and it was she hit it right on the nose that's right so all right.
2: I know when to pick a snooze fest.
1: <laughs> so uh all right. I hate the Packers. Uh the Chiefs, you know, we're the home of the Chiefs. Hey. So uh I'm I'm going to pick the Chiefs here, mm-hmm. and for this sole reason, not because I dislike the Packers, mm-hmm. but because Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. can absolutely not let Jordan Love beat him. Yeah. Get serious. All right. So the Chiefs win on the road. I am going with 44 points mm. in this game. So that's it. Eli, here's the deal. The only thing you win if you come out on top this week is you get to come back next week. All right. I look forward to it. All right. Eli, best of luck to you. Bob Ramsey, we appreciate your time also. Your
2: active obligation. <laughs> and compulsory yes. <laughs> service. <laughs>
1: well, I have to do my duty. You really do. Uh oh, so Billiken's basketball tomorrow afternoon.
3: 2:30 tip, uh 2:15 pregame show right here on KMLX.
1: Let's go baby. We appreciate it, Rammer. We'll talk to you soon.
3: See you guys, have a great weekend.
2: You <laughs> too. Right.
1: That's it. We got our we got our picks <laughs> You got to buy
2: Rammer coffee.
1: <clears throat> I I will I want to take Rammer out for coffee just to uh, you know, Say the thing that I want to say.
2: Maybe tomorrow, before the game, I, when he's on his way.
1: That's right. Yeah. Hey, Bob, we'll get you some coffee. We'll, we'll get go you to, some coffee. We'll go to Catalyst. That's right. Go to Catalyst, and I'll say, "Hey, Daddy's got this oh one." Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, Amy, uh. here's a text message for you. Oh no. It says, "Amy, no idea why you have an issue with what people do behind closed doors."
2: Well, I think because it's in the Washington Post. That's right. And Ranj was reading it.
1: And also, you can watch us what on... If, what if uh. your
2: wife, during sexy time, said some things to you and then Ranj said them out loud on the radio? Wouldn't that be weird?
1: Hey, hey, that sounds like <laughs> me. Is he talking about me?
2: that me? Honey?
1: <laughs> I hope Eli's mom's not upset.
2: I know. Listen, Eli's mom, this was not Eli's fault. Ah, uh, this was not my fault. It was not the fault of KMOX or of Bob Highland, who is inevitably rolling over in his grave. This is solely and one hundred percent the fault of Chris Ranji, who loved this story.
1: <laughs> Such a good story, P- and, and if you missed it, yeah, if you're just now tuning and you're in, you're
2: like, wait a minute. There was a Washington what? Post
1: story about because our politics is so divided that that people on one side <sighs> of the aisle are being turned on. No. Their fetish stop. is is being dominated by somebody on the other side. So they join these groups. It's crazy. Like, people, there are liberals who want to be dominated okay. by MAGAs. <laughs> Seriously, that's what... That was in the New York Post. Um, also, you can watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube. We're on camera. Hello. We can take your messages, too. And uh, James <laughs> says that, Amy, you need to stop kink shaming. Oh, Trump opened up a whole new world, he says. Also, we get weird messages like this from <laughs> no. Carl. Wanna hear this message? Yeah. Car- or, I'm sorry, Kurt. Not Carl. Sorry. Kurt writes in on Facebook 40 yeah. years eating meat, not a vegan, just saying, I think our descendants will look at how we raise and process animals as is as inhumane. Yeah. I will also say that we did not one time talk about. Anything like that today. I know. Yes, we did. We what? We
2: did. With Hancock and Kelly, you asked, what is one thing that we do now that we oh, will look back
1: Great point, and say, Kurt, uh, I apologize. can't believe
2: we did that because we were talking about how there was not a woman on the Supreme Court until 1981. Okay. Women weren't allowed to run the Olympic marathon until 1984. Yep. Mind boggling. And then Ranj asked that question.
1: What's going to be the thing we look back mm-hmm. on 40 years from now and say, what were those people doing? I don't think that's going to be it, Remember, it's okay. a good guess.
2: Listen, this show has been a real wild ride. If, you have, if you've missed anything, you need to go back and listen to it on the podcast. You can that's rewind right. on the Odyssey app because, listen, you thought that conversation about the uh, sexy time was interesting. We also talked about Banana Republics.
1: We did. Not just the store, but
2: yeah. the
1: actual Banana Republics, and there have been a few.
2: And Tommy Bahama.
1: Amy Marks Kors and Chris Ranji on KMOX. <laughs> You know what today is Amy?
2: December 1st, baby. It's December. It's the most
1: wonderful time. Yep. I said this yesterday okay. that I felt like it's December 20th. Like, yeah, man. I don't know what it is, but it feels like it's way later in the year than I'm it is. I'm just
2: so grateful the weather turned and is finally cold, wintry. It was Novembery and now it's wintry. It's not terrible. It's still what 50 degrees, 47 degrees, but this is how it should feel. If it were 80 degrees, like it like it was at the beginning of November, I would not be feeling very Christmassy. But now you know is the I time said? to have fires and your Christmas tree.
1: When I left here last night, um, mm-hmm. I texted somebody and and I said, well, you know, it was like later in the night. And I go, you know what? This should be snow. It poured all night in the evening. And I mm-hmm. thought this is right now. It should be 30 degrees and that should be snow. That's what, that's what should be it going could, on. It could, but
2: not in St. Louis. It never snows in early... I mean, someone, I remember in 1972, it snowed in December. Well, I know, but for the most part, the cold <laughs> well, It's true. You know we're going to get that email.
1: I know you're talking to... You're talking about the PSC. Okay. Yeah. The post-sex uh, crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 1972
2: is probably a great year. But it anyway, was. I get it. But in, in St. Louis... A lot of times, our most wintry weather doesn't come until yeah, after Christmas. Right. It's not yeah. like that January, February, uh, because all I wanted when I was a kid was for it to be Christmassy and snowy on all Christmas the time. Although, remember last year, I forgot it was so cold, all the pipes broke in this building and it flooded.
1: That's right, I this do building remember. Building was
2: our our whole floor was flooded for I don't know how many months, but it was zero degrees because I was um. Spending Christmas with Mason Jar and a couple of his neighbors, their pipes broke. And so the neighbors were coming over and asking for uh, heaters or space heaters or something to help with the pipes. But it was brutal. It was like 10 degrees below zero.
1: So what they tell you Mm -hmm. uh, when you go on vacation, right, is... I did that.
2: I leave it. My faucet's dripping.
1: Okay, yeah, you you do that but there's a temperature you're supposed oh. to leave it and it's between 55 and 60. So you set your thermostat mm-hmm. to at least 55 degrees if you're going to leave the house for a, you know, do you week or so. set
2: it for I see, I set it at 60 when I'm not there. Do some people just turn it off completely?
1: Honestly, because I, the building I live in, yeah. I don't ever turn it on. It's always warm. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. All right, Dave Glover shows coming up. The Odyssey app and KMOX.com to catch anything you missed on this show. All of our podcasts are there for you to listen to all weekend long. Chris and Amy, back with you Monday at 10 o'clock on KMOX.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?